Hello and welcome to the GVA Way podcast. My name is Russ Howell, proud Director of Ed Services and Innovation for Great Valley Academy. Today we're going to jump back into my conversation with homeschool principal Joy Kerr-Owens. And today we're going to hear a little bit about the transition for myself from Salada principal to GVA Director of Ed Services what I had to let go of, what I'm excited to pick up in this new role. We're going to talk about some of the many initiatives that we're focusing on at Great Valley Academy and specifically within my work as director. And we'll even get to hear a little bit about why I consider myself a GVA lifer. Thanks so much for listening today. We hope you enjoy the episode. Have a great day. As an organization, we have been um, discussing transition and several of the previous podcasts have specifically delved into, you know, what is the process of transition like and what are the phases that we experience as humans um, emotionally, psychologically, as we encounter significant changes. And one of the things that you've shared fairly repeatedly with the staff um, is that transition, even when it's a really positive transition, even when it's a, an episode of growth and everybody is excited about it, there's always some sense of loss in a transition, even if it's just a loss of familiarity or, you know, the loss of... Um, you know, just the loss of seeing the same people every day. There are there are losses, and those losses in transition do cause grief. So what are some of the things that you've grieved during this transition from being Russell Howell, principal of GVA Salida, to being Russell Howell, director of educational services and innovation? Yeah, it transition is exciting, but you really do have to be conscious of, of what you're letting go of and what you're picking up. And, and in terms of letting go, um, I think obviously one of the significant um, – sorry, I'm going to edit this out. Of <laughs> um, the things I had to let go, one was the specific dynamic of relationships – with the Salida community, staff, students, and families, we, GVA, pursues a uniquely relational culture and dynamic, and that's fantastic until you have to step away from it a little bit, um, because that is, that is hard to do. We, the, the very experience that we've shared of starting that Manteca campus and the overwhelming, exhausting, fulfilling work that that was, and then moving that campus from the Manteca community to the Salada community, then moving through the COVID pandemic and all that that represented, we've walked through really significant experiences and some pretty incredible highs and lows along the way. And, and so to, to consciously let, not, that, not let them go, but let them function in a new way that is a little less intimate, a little less constant, is, is hard to do. And another thing I had to let go is just the, the energy and intensity of being connected to you know almost everything that happened on that campus for 14 or 15 years. I felt pretty darn connected to, and it was 
exhausting at times, but it was such a great energy. You know, we just, Salida just finished a very successful jogathon, mm-hmm. which is one of my favorite times of the year. That sure. month of, um, you know, hyping the kids up and, and, and being goofy as Coach Vern at the assembly and having kids throw water balloons and being taped to the to the stage and and collapsing on my shoulder just there are so many unique experiences and relational opportunities that come through that and now as director i'm kind of in the back watching it play out and it's it's great to see other people get to step in and put their spin on it and do their thing but it is hard to step back and and let that happen and relinquish some of that energy and some of that influence and some of that control that that the principal role offered that now others get to step in and, and play that part. It's 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 hard to release that. It's interesting because what you're describing almost follows a really similar life cycle experience as having a child grow up yes. and then relinquishing kind of that day in, day out support that you have for them as they move into their own adulthood. It's funny you say that. Actually, I'm, I'm genuinely having this realization in the moment based on what you said. So we have five kids. Our oldest went is a junior at Montana State University. And so a couple of years ago, we, we, we experienced that for the first time. And it was interesting how my wife and I responded differently. My wife is a, has been a little more, um, tra- uh, trends a little more towards the worried side with our kids as they uh, you know, grow up in our home. And I tend to be like, babe, it's fine. They're right here. If anything happens, we'll step in. We, we have that opportunity. And then we dropped Cooper off in Montana State and drove away. And I saw her stress just lift. She's like, okay, we're done. It's him now. I don't need to look over his shoulder. I don't need to monitor everything. It's his time. And I took it. Interesting. <laughs> I took Interesting. it and started to worry for the first time because I didn't have that direct contact anymore now i had to trust him to go and i didn't have that opportunity and all of a sudden i worried more than i ever had before and so yeah uh you know being a principal can be a very stressful position but i was i was there i had like whatever's going on i could respond and i could i could do whatever i felt necessary in response to it and now it's not mine anymore right and i can't necessarily intervene at every need because my role is different there's other people to do that and so in some ways I, I probably worry more now than I did when I was principal yeah I mean that makes complete sense and I think that it also just speaks to the level of passion and care that you've brought to your work as principal the fact that you continue to feel that responsibility and you continue to feel that vested interest in the outcomes at GBA Salida as you know as Russell Howell former Salida principal and now as director of Ed Services and Innovation. So those are some of the things that you have grieved. Tell us about some of your celebrations in this transition. Yeah, absolutely. So the other side of that coin is I'm having to change some relationships, but I also now get to add so many positive relationships. GBA Modesto is where I started. Like I walked these halls and worked in these offices and classrooms, again, roughly 15 years ago, and now it comes full circle. And so some of the people that I have 
built relationships with, I get to interact with them at a much deeper level than I had previously as a Salada principal. And there are so many amazing educators and students and family members associated with GVA Modesto that I've had zero contact with. And so now I'm in that, that exciting process of getting to know people that I have not had the opportunity to know. Homeschool is the same. I got to work with your staff in one of the, the first couple of weeks that I was in this role. And that is such a privilege that I um, feel very fortunate to be able to increase the, the amazing um, educators and people that I get to, to work with and build relationships with. And I'm, I'm really enthralled by that opportunity over the course of this year. Yeah, that's awesome. There really are so many just high quality, intelligent, compassionate, hardworking people on all of our campuses and just the ability to create those new bonds. I absolutely understand why that's one of the primary celebrations in your new role for sure. Um, in this new role, you have several projects that you are very passionate about. Do you want to maybe talk to us about one or two of these initiatives that are really um, important to you and that you've been putting a lot of time and energy into? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think I'll, I'll reference two specifically. And one is the, the multi-campus committee system that we're launching this year. Again, We've referenced how the schools have worked largely independently for the majority of, of our time. And now we're building a, an opportunity for educators and staff members and teammates from all three programs to come together and begin collaborating around what we feel are some of the most important elements of GVA's vision and mission and work. For example, we have uh, teams coming together to work on, on mastery learning. Mastery learning has been a pillar of GVA that oftentimes has been a little bit misunderstood um, and, and um, applied inconsistently at times. And so now we get to bring teachers and staff members from both sites in the homeschool to come together and really clarify what is mastery learning? What does that mean? How is that meant to impact our students and their growth? And how can we better execute that across the organization? We have folks dedicated to looking at our curriculum instruction and making sure that it's top notch and that it aligns with the GVA vision and values. Uh, we have folks coming together, uh, focus on uh, our community and our relationships. Again, not just the single sites, but as an entire organization, building better bonds so that we can serve the community more effectively uh, the list continues to go on character development. Um, so eight different uh, committees that have really just met for the first time last Friday and began to set the vision and the goals for their work. And the last half hour or so was spent each group sharing out with a larger um, group of committees their focus for the year. I was, I was pumped to see what they're prioritizing and see how it's going to serve our students and our staff and help GVA be more effective and naturally aligning the campuses in the process and building relationships across the organization in the process. So I'm very excited about that. And in that offers us the opportunity to intentionally innovate. So I think that's going to be of great service to the GVA organization and, and everybody associated with it. The second may feel a little less exciting in terms of innovation, but it, it's really focusing on our attendance. You know, COVID disrupted a lot of things. 
and obviously it disrupted attendance because we weren't at school for way too long. And as we come back across the county, across the state, uh, attendance is not has never fully recovered. And so we have too many students missing too much time from school. And we want to make sure that we work to improve that. And, and I want to make it very clear that that is driven by our desire for our students to be healthy and successful. Right. Educational model is built upon repetition and access, that kids are at school five days a week, gaining valuable instruction, gaining intervention and supports that we've identified appropriate for them, building positive relationships with their peers and with the adults on the campus. When students aren't here, they lack opportunities and access in all three areas. And we believe fundamentally that students are better served if they're here to receive all of those opportunities and services every single day possible. And we and we see a common trend with the kids who aren't are struggling. Yeah. Not surprisingly. And so we wanna we definitely want to improve that. And so we're trying to raise the focus within our staff and within our families um, and be able to start identifying what some of those barriers are to consistent attendance and make sure that we are serving our students and our families well by helping make sure their kids are here daily so that they can gain full benefit from the educational services that GVA wants to offer them. Yeah, that's great. I think that your point about just kind of um, never getting back on track with attendance after COVID is well taken and is really kind of the universal experience across the state. But um, tell us why, if, if I were a parent and it is, you know, 7.15 in the morning and my kid is just giving me all of the reasons that he or she doesn't want to go to school that day and I'm trying to find the resolve, right? The resolve to get that kid in the car and to school. What are the things that I should be thinking about? What should be in my mind as I am, you know, really having to um, put a lot of effort into making sure that kid gets to school? What are the sorts of things that as a parent I should have in my mind each and every day? Well, I would first approach it the way I've approached uh, many issues with my own kids and with many students. We know what is best for them. We know it serves them well and that I love them too much not to make sure they're at school, right? That it is the best way for them to grow socially, emotionally, and intellectually. And so while they may be protesting, as parent, I know that it is not in their best interest to give in in that moment and have them stay home from school. I also know that if I give it in this moment, I'm gonna be challenged even more tomorrow and the day after that and the day after that. So there's a point as parents, it is our duty legally to get our students, our children to school every day. And so I think setting that expectation early that I get it, but I love you too much to have you sitting at home when you need to be getting education. So I'm gonna get you there. But I will offer on the other side GVA desires to be a school that kids want to attend. So I would also say to that parent, ask your child why they don't want to go to school. Talk to your, their, your child's teacher about how they're feeling and what we can do about it. Let the leadership at, at your campus partner with you and work on strategies to help improve that because we have many. So. Not every kid is going to want to go to school every day, right? We have to accept that, but we don't have to accept it passively. 
We want GVA to be a place where kids are safe, where they are loved, where they are learning. And if we're doing those three things well, I believe the vast majority of kids are going to want to be there. So if that's not happening, let's take the time to figure out what we're missing and how we can improve that and support you, parent, in that uh, need to get your child to school every day. I really appreciate that. And I have often said um, that having a place that your kids want to go to school is a quality of life issue because the fight to get them to school can be just so exhausting that when your kid is excited to go to school, when they feel involved in the community, when they feel connected, when they have a strong connection with their teacher, with their uh, with their uh, instructional aides, with their specialist teachers, they want to go. They, they feel a part of the community and they want to be in the community. And I'm thankful that my two children are almost always beating me out the door because they can't wait to get to school. And it really is, it really impacts your entire day. And so I am really grateful that one of the things that you're working on in this attendance uh, initiative is making sure that families understand that we want to support them in mm -hmm. getting their kids to school, that we want to problem solve, that we want to help them overcome obstacles that are making it more difficult for them to make sure that their kids are here involved in the community, receiving an education each and every day. Absolutely. So I have one more question for us before, uh, before we go today. And that's based on something that you've shared with me a couple of different times um, in our conversations off the air. <laughs> um, but you've mentioned that you kind of see yourself um, as a GVA lifer, um, by which you know, you've kind of shared that if given the opportunity, you would love to work out the remainder of your career here at GVA. Um, so I want you to think with me for a minute. Uh, when Russell Howell is an old man, and he is spending his time playing pickleball and doing crosswords and drinking milkshakes. And mm -hmm. he is looking back at his career at Great Valley Academy. What is old man Russell Howell thinking about the choices he made during all the twists and turns in his life, the choices that he made to stay and continue working at GVA for such a long time? I have so many thoughts. First, I want to say thank you for casting that in the future. I appreciate that. <laughs> very, very long, <laughs> very far away. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for making it such a positive uh, vision for the future. That's pickleball, crosswords, and milkshakes. That sounds fantastic. Well, you know, I just figured that uh, you're just going to enjoy all of your favorite <laughs> things in retirement. Uh, so uh, getting to now to the question you asked why why will I have stayed at GVA through all of the twists and turns and ups and downs it's a great question and uh, not to be cliche but I I can't answer that with first talking about the people again we we talk about being relationally driven and I care deeply for the students at GVA and the, the staff at GVA and many of the, the families that I have had the, the blessing to get to know over time. Like my, I mentioned five kids, all five of my kids will have graduated. By, by the time I'm in my jazzy drinking milkshakes, all five of my kids will have graduated from GVA. Like 
the work mattered. The people mattered. And so that would be number one sure. is that I, I, I feel invested in this community. Second, I'll repeat that the work matters. I believe in what GVA is pursuing. I believe in the values that GVA ascribes to. I own the the vision of, of creating a school where every kid is safe, loved, and learning. And we haven't accomplished that yet. That work is not resolved, but that is work worth doing. If we if we ever do, Joy Carones, <laughs> create school campuses where every single kid gets out of mom and dad's car in the morning, excited to go because he knows, he or she knows that they are, are safe physically and emotionally and intellectually, that they are valued as an individual and a human and accepted and celebrated within the community. And they are going to learn in a way that is meaningful and, and appropriate and on target for their unique gifts and abilities. That, that will have been a significant accomplishment that is worthy of me working until I, I have no more teeth and I'm drinking milkshakes in the jazz of you. Like that's that's the stuff. And and to be innovative. Right? Education in the United States, again, lots of great people doing lots of great things, but I'm dissatisfied. I remain dissatisfied with education in our country. And I think that there's there's room to be better and we're capable of more. But we have to be willing to to push the boundaries. We have to be willing to try some different things and we have to create an educational system that's open to that. Because I think by and large, it's, it's a little bit closed off to those innovations and to the disruption that we probably need right now. And so I'm excited to be in a place that has great people, that has great vision and has an openness to be innovative and, and challenge traditional paradigms and try to do new things for the sake of kids. At the end of the day, it's about the kids and they deserve it. So that is why I will be a lifer here at Great Valley Academy. You cast an inspiring vision for sure. So, um, you know, as a GBA parent and as, as somebody who um, is at kind of the beginning of my time at GBA, I really appreciate the example that you have set and the vision that you have cast for a place where every child has a place um, to feel that safe, loved learning um, environment and to... Um, well, thank you so much for having this conversation um, with me. It's been really fun to kind of reverse the roles um, on your podcast. And I, I appreciate you asking me to host. And um, I think that I and the, and the community and the listeners really appreciate what you have to say and your perspective on education and on the exciting things happening at GVA. Well, thank you, Joy. It, it's been a, it's been a pleasure. I think, I think I like being the interviewer a little better than the interviewee. But you made it a positive experience for me, Joy. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Awesome. Thank you. Have a great day, everybody.